Glassers and Maximum Fun listeners, we did a live book club recently for Reading Glasses, and this is that episode. We wanted to share it with all of you who subscribe and help us out every single month. Um, This is our live book club for an elderly lady is up to no good. We had a great discussion with everyone. Um, A lot of people participated online, and we want to share with everyone in case you couldn't tune in. So thanks. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm Mallory O'Mara. And I'm Bria Grant. And we're reading glasses. Yeah. And we're recording this because we're doing it live, but we're also going to release it as an episode. And it's our summer book read challenge. Book. Yeah, it's our summer book club. Mm-hmm. You want my shirt? Yeah. It says book adjacent. It's a uh, friend of... Oh, it's backwards. Uh, it's friend of the show. It's our friend Jordan from Void Merge. Sent us sent us some stuff. He's great. Mm-hmm. We love Jordan. Okay, I so we're reading this book today. Oh wow, it's we're in a very dark room yeah. with a very bright light on there us. So it feels like we're at the dentist. Um, <laughs> we're at the dentist talking about a book. <laughs> okay, so this for our summer book club pick, we chose "An Elderly Lady Is Up to No Good" by Helen Turston, and it's translated by Marlene Delargy. And this book, besides being extremely small, is why are you waiting? Oh, because people keep saying hi in the oh, chat. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Besides this book being extremely small, it also fulfills two things on the Reading Glasses 2019 Reader Challenge. It is uh, a translated book, and it is a if you by participating in all of this, you are uh, doing the other one, which is book club. Be, participate in a book club. Yeah. Why um, are you holding a book? Because I was going to show you how small this book is compared to a regular book. Look at the size. Look at the difference between these. Look at this tiny book Mallory got. It's I a know. little tiny book. Honestly, when I opened up this package, book. I felt like a giant. You, did you think you suddenly grew? Yeah. <laughs> like Alice in Wonderland. I was like, oh, I'm what so did big. I eat? Did I eat a thing that said... I have, been, I have been working out a lot. So you're like, I ate a thing that made me grow giant and now... Oh, way too many protein shakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. It is a collection of small... Sto- it is a collection of short stories. Oh, which is also one of our things in the Reading Glasses Challenge. Oh, hey. I didn't even think is about it? that. Yeah. That is, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Wow, thank you, Quinn. Um, yeah, the book I held up in uh, relation to it was The Starless Seas, which Mallory talked about this morning, so tune into that episode. Tune in. Yeah, that's the book I'm reading. Um so we have we we prepared some questions. Uh, did you look at those? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll put. Well, actually, if you could pull them up, that would be great. Hold on up. Where is your computer? Who could? Say? Oh, did you give it to Sean? Also, I will say we tried very hard to get Sean to appear on this live stream. Sean is about ten feet from us, but he refuses. <laughs> He's not even responding. I don't think he's even in the room. He leaves. He leaves. We don't know where Sean goes. (laughs) Hours, hours at a time. I also read this, by the way, on my Kindle. And so, um... We had no idea how small it was. I didn't know it was tiny. So... Okay, so yes. An elderly lady is up to no good. Yeah. Translated Uh, from... The Swedish, right? Swedish, I believe. Yeah. Okay, great. Translated from Swedish was on... I saw it on... I feel like it was on... Been on a lot of lists. It's been a buzzy book. Yeah, and it, I feel which like is it was rare for a translated book. Yeah, it was recommended on uh, like a book riot podcast. That was how I. That was how I originally came to this book. Yes, it's it's very rare, and one of the reasons why we wanted to do a translated book is because people don't read enough translated books. Not enough books get translated. It's sort of a self looking ice cream cone. So we're trying to what. Because not enough people read translated books, so books don't get translated because they don't think there's an audience for it. Oh, I see. But why is it a self-licking ice cream cone? It's like a... I can't say Ouroboros. Ouroboros? 
I don't know that word. And I don't so. like snakes. So oh right, so snake eating. So it's tail. like two things that it's I don't like. It's almost like chicken or the egg, right? Because uh, it's like which came oh, first, I guess. right? I guess. I feel like a snake. But I like its ice cream a lot. Is or the self-licking ice cream cone is like a never-ending. Yeah, it's a. Never, it's like you know a problem. Why are we so bad Kay. at, at <laughs> stuff? <laughs> um, okay, cool. So how did everyone feel about this book? How did you feel about this book, Mallory? What were your thoughts, feelings, immediate oh, reactions? Well, 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 let's also say, so it's a, it's a collection of interconnected short stories. About one elderly Crazy. lady, and she was up to no good. She was up to no good. I will also say right off the bat, this is a live stream. I'm going to swear. We get a lot of people who don't like that I swear. get a lot of people who don't like the Priya swears. If there's children who do around, they hate? worse. <laughs> I think me. I swear more than you do. do you? So if there know. are children around, I'm sorry. We have an explicit. I'm going to say this: reason. children should not have read this book. Don't no. read this book. This book is legitimately about a psychopath. This lady is. She's up to no good, but she is also not a good person. Yeah. Well, let's get into that. Okay, let's get into yeah. it. Okay. I fucking love this book. I read it in one sitting, but it's not very difficult. So, um, just so you know, this also apparently covers one of the read harder challenges prompts someone just let us know um live which is a book translated written book written and or translated by a woman a translated book written oh by a woman. great yeah and this actually i think some people read this because there was a um read harder challenge of reading a protagonist over the age of 60 a few years ago uh yeah 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 that was last year yeah yeah um did you like this book i did i thought it was wildly entertaining yeah i will say that the character because i thought the character was so dark and so not a good person in any way had hardly any redeeming qualities i was talking to my mom about this and i was happy that it was just short stories so i think if it had been a full novel about this woman i may have i may have been like yeah it's a little too much of maude maude was her name yes and i was like it's a little too much because she's a little i don't know if i can be on her side all the way through but because it was like kind of interconnected short stories i was like well i'm still kind of like i'm because i can restart over with my thoughts about her maybe this time she won't do no good <laughs> how how much good is she going to do none, none. <laughs> every time the answer is obviously none uh i well okay that's the next question is how, do you like mod i hey, feel for mod do you go I, on go on i really truly feel for mod actually okay because okay. like Maybe it's because I'm in this place in my life right now where I've just, like, gotten off of tour and I, like, I really very rarely leave a mile of, away from my apartment. And I don't go out. I don't go outside very often. I only go to the gym and to Jeremy's and to record reading glasses and to buy groceries. Like, I'm very hermity right now. Yeah. So the very first story goes into, like, this lady. Why She lives in it. She has this apartment and she's the reason why she's had it, had it for a while is because of this clause when her father died. And by the way, she's living the dream. Like, that is an amazing thing. She's able to stay in this apartment yes. for years and years for free. Yes. And, and she's all older. Which oh. I actually don't have that much of a problem with considering, like, the housing crisis we're all in now. Like, let this old lady live in this apartment. Yeah. Like, screw it. Whatever. So, I just did. And I am, like, nothing bothers me more in either books or movies than when, like, somebody is coming into my house. Like, you know that What About Bob movie? Oh, yeah, of course. I hate stuff like that. Okay. Nothing that makes me want it like people coming into my space people who won't leave me alone people coming yeah. to the door do not like yeah, it you and, don't like and you know i'm having this issue right yeah. now with this with this very old weird lady who lives in my building who's trying to prevent me from saving these two cats which i won't even go into but she keeps coming to my apartment <laughs> don't get Mallory I don't like started it. do not like it <laughs> um 
But so her wanting to murder this lady with this giant weird dick sculpture who keeps trying to steal her apartment. Like I was like, I probably wouldn't have murdered her with a big concrete dick. But, you know, I support her being mad about that. This is a point on the show where we should probably say that we're going to do spoilers. Uh, Oh, yeah. It's a book club. Okay, great. Um, Yeah. I mean, and also I feel like that was supposed to be our generational divide. Obviously, we were supposed to sympathize with Maude. Yes. Because the other lady was, like, uh, blogging about, I'm going to move into this apartment without even, like, seeing if it was good. And, like, treating her like she was not very smart, too. Yes. Which I feel like is a recurring thing is that people underestimate her, so she's able to get away with everything she does. Yes. And I think that that balances out a lot of the the problems with Maude, where she definitely, like, she has it easy, you know, and she skates by on a lot of things. But she also, like, this is, we don't treat old people very well. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. So I'm kind of, like, Fuck it, Maud. Stick it to him. Like, you stay in your apartment. Like, that's the thing is that I don't think I would, I wouldn't murder someone who was trying to take my apartment, but I would probably come up with some like weird scheme to do something weird to them. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I I mean, I think we were supposed, I mean, I definitely in that story in particular was like, oh, like, I also don't love this woman. The story where she was, where it was like somebody's new wife, I was like, uh, I that don't one. know. See, that, like, well, that's what I, I actually kind of love about Maude is she's so ambiguous. Like, she's saying, not just she's, a straight-up villain, but she's not, like, I couldn't, as much as I'm like, yeah, girl, I get you. You just want to sit in your apartment alone. I'm like, I'm I feeling that. But you can't totally be on her side I'm either. I'm argue she's a straight-up villain. I think she's, no, a, I think I she's, think she's like, a pure psychopath. She has no care for anybody. Someone just pointed out on the stream. They're like, we, well, I think she murdered the sister. Yeah, let's talk about like, we have we we talk about that later a little okay. bit. Okay, but I was like, I, I think that she's sort of a she's supposed to be a villain, which I'm fine with. I want to read stories about villains, and I think it's important to have female villains. Like, yes. I think until we see women doing equally as well, bad, that, that's things, one of my questions. Do you think Maude is a villain or an antihero? I think she's a little bit of a villain because she found- takes out some bad people, though. Like the 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 woman who was tr- who was marrying her fiance, I think did not deserve to die. I don't think so. I, I definitely either. did not deserve to die, even though she might have been. Because I have a whole thing about like. And let's be clear, we're talking literary world, fictional world, deserve to die. We don't think anybody should actually deserve. No to one die. deserves <laughs> to die at all. Uh, I think the woman who, even though we all will die, someone day. <laughs> no, didn't we establish on an earlier episode that we're readers, so we're all going to be immortal? Uh, okay, got it, got it. We're yeah. immortal. Okay, we're good. all Highlanders. Okay. Uh, I think that that girl did not deserve to die just because I have a really hard time with, like, the gold digger trope. Like, what if that guy was a dick? Yeah, like, Maude never actually married this guy. No, I agree. I don't even think they, like, smooched or anything. And there was a little, little bit of, like, female-on-female hate there in a way that I don't, I don't like. Yeah, where there's it was some, like, like, problematic things about Maude. Yeah, some old, was, like, weird, bad old lady things about Maude. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a little old-school, old school, like, not feminist, like, early generation where it was, like, yeah. women pitted against each other. But I was like, yeah, what did this lady do to you? She didn't yeah. do anything except she married a guy that you wanted to marry, right? He, she yes. wanted to marry him? or something yeah this few weeks but she also kills the guy who's gonna steal from her kills the abusive husband the abusive husband thing oh yeah 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 but was it clear that guy was gonna steal from her yeah he brought a bag to take from her but she had told him that she was gonna get rid of it didn't she i don't know i feel like that was ambiguous as well all right yeah but she still did kill the abusive husband great yeah but we also i think that she killed the abusive husband I think that her reasons are a little ambiguous. Yeah. I think she did it because he was annoying her. Yeah, I kind of agree. That's why I think she's just, she's a psychopath with a, with a, with a vengeance streak, but I also like, 
she also was kind of like had no qualms with anybody who stood in her way for like the simple things she wanted in her life. Like if you were too loud of a neighbor, she'd be like, time to take you down. You yes. know, which is not a reason to die. But I think the author did a really good job in writing her in that way where she wasn't, she's not, I don't think she's a black and white villain. I really don't. But I think just the fact that we're having this conversation, yeah. I think there's enough about her in the way that people treat her and the, the people are. Okay, what would she have to have done to be a black and white villain? I don't know. Like kill puppy or something? <laughs> like it's like it has to go that far because she's killing completely innocent people. We don't know they're completely innocent. Well, no though. one's completely innocent. The like, abusive like, husband like, is not completely no, innocent. No, but the but, woman but that's, at the that's spa? The, yeah. No, that's that's what I mean is that all of – it would be – I think it, she would be a straight villain if all of her victims were like – she was stalking the streets at night with like a mask on <laughs> and was like taking people out and like had a lair, you know. She's not a serial killer. So someone in the live chat says they vote villain but a sympathetic one and then – Oh, I like sympathetic and villain. And then I also feel like the things that make them a villain – make her a villain is she would have to murder a baby or murder a pet, <laughs> which I feel like is – you're right. Like wouldn't you murder – murder a pet too far. Too far, and then save then those Swedish puppies. Up, then you're not sympathetic. So maybe to be a a non sympathetic villain. Yeah, yeah. That's what I because it's not like it's not like she wakes up in the morning and is like, "Who am I going to fucking kill today?" She's like, "There's there's shades of gray here." Okay, let me talk. She's not like mod as a youth though. As a as a young this, lady, okay, yeah, do we sis- feel like she did wake up and go, "Who am I going to kill today?" No, I think the sister she thing. I think the sister thing is what I think. Her sister is her first victim. Okay, but, she, she but we don't get into it in this. I book. feel like she didn't even a hundred percent mean to kill her sister, but she like saw it, like let it happen, and like facilitated it, and was like, "Oh, this solved okay. a lot of my problems. This yeah. is now a tool in my toolbox." Oh, you think that was the the sister was the gateway drug from murdering. Yes. Yes. Okay. I don't think it was neglect. I think that her sister legitimately was wandering around in, in, near the hallway. Oh, I didn't get. Ki- I didn't get that. But everyone in the chat room also thinks she ki- killed the sister, and I didn't realize that. I yeah. Everyone seems to be agreeing that she killed the sister. Yes, she definitely. I think she, and that was the first. Uh, that that was her gateway murder. Mm. But I don't think the thing that makes her not a total villain for me is I don't think that murder is her motivating factor. She's not like sitting in her house, like with a, like all like, uh, like, like with the, with the, <laughs> no, no, can't she, see us. this is a not, podcast. She's not keeping trophies from her murders. She's not like sitting in her room, like looking at scraps of clothing that she's, she's not taken. a serial killer. Like, like hoping to like, yeah, she's I not, just like, watched a lot of mine. Like, Oh, who can I kill today? Yeah. She's not like stroking a cat <laughs> and like planning to take over the world and like thinking yeah. about what her relationship yeah, so is. Actually, I think Sarah just brought up a good point. I think she, being inconvenienced is her thing. My, in like, I think Sarah's point is minor inconvenience. Like, and a lot of times it's just like that lady wasn't actually, I don't think that lady could have taken her apartment. She just didn't want to deal with it. You never she, know. She didn't want to deal with saying no. Basically, it was a passive-aggressive kill. It was, it was like, I don't want to say no. I don't want to deal with this lady. Although, I'd be pretty mad if someone was blogging about stealing my apartment. I would, Also, I will say... Well, you know, I would just be like, don't do that. I've seen some people talk online about how there's no way this 87-whatever-year-old woman could do these things. And then I got a call from my 87-year-old grandfather the other day about how his neighbor, who's an, who's an old lady in his like old people's home... Uh, locked her keys in her car co- in her apartment. Instead of calling the authority, she like badgered my grandfather into helping her. So he scaled up her ba- scaled up her bat like uh, the side of her apartment, crawled in her window into her bathroom, and got found her key in her house and got out. 
he broke a rib doing wow. it. Oh my god, he's fine. But, but that was the whole thing about the end. The last uh, story where they were like, where they, she had like had like staged and, the whole thing. Yeah, and then they were like, "There's no way." They like just never suspect her. I, I do like it at the end of this. Like, lady cop is like, "Yeah, you get away with it. <laughs> you get uh, away with it, old moral lady." Moral of the story: If you need to commit a crime, get older. Get older. <laughs> <laughs> get older. No one will think you did it. Well, I honestly, what I think is happening is that she start. She killed her sister, and she was like, "Oh, this is this is." facilitates a lot of the things that i need in my life and she's just started to lean into it more like she gets the the walker she gets the hearing aids like mm-hmm. later as things progress she becomes more and more serial killery by the end of the story like she has concocted this whole scheme it's a full scheme it is a scheme and it is kind of serial killery <laughs> i love I how it's like is... plan and then you go a little further and it's a scheme yeah like... yeah because like plan scheme diabolical plan yeah like like that's so that's the height oh, yeah <laughs> and that actually i didn't as much as I was impressed by it, it made me not like her as much. Oh, interesting. That's what what made me not like as much as much as I appreciate organization and a mm, plan joy. and a planner. Uh, I was like, Maude, what are you doing, girl? Well, I also feel like I would have liked to see her do things. Not, this is the one place where I would have liked to see more. Less killing, more scheming about other things. <laughs> less like, killing, more scheming. If she's going to go ahead and do all this, like, if she's taking advantage of, like, uh, getting a walk, you know, doing all these things, like, I want to see her do more better scheming. Well, that was my thing. It's like, in the beginning, you're like, it seems like, oh, well, she's killing these people because that's the only option that she has. And by the end of the book, it shows that she has the ability to plant, to scheme mm. and do all this stuff. Like, she didn't need to kill these people to get the weight. Like, she, there's a number of things that she could have done to the girl with the apartment to just get her out of the apartment. Yeah. Like, this is some, like, Moriarty-level shit that she could have done. I think she can't do much because what are her resources there when they want her out of the apartment that she can't do that? much you know what i mean i don't know if she can come up with that scheme yeah, at the end true, she probably could have true. figured something out <laughs> someone says i feel like there would be an easier way than killing people i mean true less interesting for a book though i will it, say i don't know like i mean it depends there's some like i think it depends on the situation in the story yeah yeah i i agree i agree eh. and like so what do you think the theme of this book is Ooh, I don't know. Do you have one? Do you have a solid theme? I think it's all about perceptions and like how we, I think the underlying thing is how we, uh, how society treats its elderly. Yeah. Well, at the very least we underestimate them at the very most we, yeah, we underestimate them at the least. Yes. Well, the thing that I was thinking about a lot is like right now, so my grandfather, like my, the only old person I have, the only family I have is my grandfather. So he's like my only touchstone. But my grandfather is an extremely good person who is very, very well loved. But at age 87, he lives by himself in an old person's home and doesn't have a lot of... I think we call it a re- like a retirement facility. Uh, That's how you assisted living. Living. Assisted Ooh. living, maybe? Ooh. Um... <laughs> He's living by himself in one of these facilities, and he, even though he is a good moral, good person, has never killed anybody. Very nice to puppies. Uh, he still has know. the same amount of. Um, my grandfather. <laughs> he still has the same uh, amount, and maybe less of uh, resources than Maude does. Right. What do you mean? 
So he, he, despite the fact that he's been a good person all of his life, he still doesn't have as much, doesn't have that much. Right. I live on the other side of the country. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. So he doesn't have that much to his, at his disposal to help him with these things. Mm-hmm. So I think that Maude in her way of, you know, she's, you know, she's old, she doesn't have any family anymore. And a lot of that is because, you know, she doesn't want a lot of these people, but she's looking at murder as a way to her, her way to help herself. Do you feel like once you reach a certain age, too, maybe murder is less big of a deal because you're like, well, I'm going out soon, too. Yeah. Like, is that like, it <laughs> I'll be like, joining you like soon, a, dear. A good yeah. resort. Like, you can resort to murder quick, more quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a question, which was, uh, I looked on Goodreads, and this is actually classified as a mystery. Do we agree? What's the mystery? I had a few classifications. It's a but, crime. Um, it, I think it's crime, but it's not. I think crime and mystery are, like, besties. But they're not necessarily the same thing. And what would you say is the difference? I feel like cr- mystery is it, the point of the book is to solve is to figure out something. Crime could, mystery, you're like along for the ride. Yes, you're yes. In okay. crime, you might might not necessarily be trying to solve anything. You're just seeing what happens. And like they already out. tell you. They're like you this already is the know killer, what's going on. Whereas in mystery, you have to figure out who the killer is. Yes, and a mystery doesn't have. Uh, you don't have to have crime in mystery. Except for that last story, which I feel like was, or the second to last story was, like, told from the other person's point of view. Oh, yeah. That was sort of a mystery, I guess. Yeah. Because we didn't know if it was her until we knew. That's the thing, is I think if there was a different POV in these stories, it would have been a mystery. But because it's Maude, and we know everything that's happening, we know that she's killing people, and we know how she's doing it, and we know why, there's no mystery here. It's just a crime novel. Yeah. 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 Um, People, by the way, had, I wanted to read what they wrote about um, what our, what the theme of it is. Oh, how do I back up? Who can well, say? Hold on. I, I, I don't have I forgot a computer. You, oh, yeah. No. I forgot you use a Mac. I use a Mac. Um, don't underestimate old people is what people are saying that the theme is, which I thought. I think, yeah, ableism is a really interesting. Because yeah. I think there's this great, there's that great scene at the end where the, there's the female cop and she's talking to the male cops and she's like, what about this old lady? And they're all laughing because they assume that because she doesn't hear and she uses a walker that she's incapable of doing mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then someone else wrote, I wonder if Maude, what did they write? Oh, right. Oh, uh, uh, uh. This is what happens when we, I wonder if Maude learned to withdraw from others because of their perception of elderly people, or if she was always a loner that viewed other people Ooh, as an annoyance. That's interesting. I think it's probably both. I feel like always a loner and then just, you're right, leaned into it as she yeah. got older. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that. She definitely had the personality. Like it wasn't like she was like a sweet old lady, and that all of a sudden like got a taste for murder. Yeah, you know. I think that- I think she always must have had. That's why I keep calling her a psychopath. I feel like she's been like this from the beginning, from day one. She like she always had like a streak in her where she was like, like you know, like in grade school, maybe she was the one who was like didn't feel bad cheating on a test or like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like there was something about her where she wasn't quite scared to do whatever she needed to do to get ahead. Yes. You know? I would definitely say that. I think that I, I don't think she's a total psychopath just for because of the hug scene in the first story when the rich lady hugs her and Maud's like, oh, this is so nice. And she's all like flabbergasted because she gets a hug. A serial killer, a, like, a, like a psychopath would not be interested in that hug. Oh, my God. Am I a psychopath? <laughs> no. Because I would be like, don't touch me. Well, the weird thing about psychopaths, did you read the psychopath test? Oh, I forgot you read I, So now I'd be like, like how do you know a this? goddamn expert on a psychopath. <laughs> you know, the thing about psychopaths. Um, uh, the weird thing about psychopaths is that they don't ever believe they're psychopaths. So if you say, am I a psychopath? You're not. Because a psychopath uh. would never think they are because they're so 
Like, they'll literally read a thing that'll be, like, all these descriptions of the people, and they're like, yeah, that sounds like a psychopath, even though it's, like, a description of them. And, it's like, literally, like, a they, picture of them, and, and they're, they're like, like huh. Looks like one. Uh, like, they would never, know, like, agree that they are a psychopath because they are so separated from, like, thinking things are right or wrong, basically. But um, there's a really great podcast called... The Happy Face Murders. Did you listen to this? No, I think you it, told me it's about It's like them, um, about a woman, uh, off topic. It's about a woman whose dad did the Happy mm-hmm. Face Murders. Really horrible. But she. I don't know what those are. Uh, it's like, um, uh, it's the, this is like a serial killer. And so they, she's going around and like kind of exploring like her relationship with her dad and um, also like meeting some of his, the children of his victims it's really hard to listen to but there's a whole episode where she's like maybe i'm a psychopath because clearly my dad was and then she goes and meets with this doctor and she gets like tested like they look what at do they do brain. Put, give you a knife and put you in a room with somebody um, and like they're like Did, will you kill them for a brownie uh no uh they that you would do that they though. do like i know don't put me in a room with a knife and a brownie because i will cut up the brownie for me <laughs> and you and share it <laughs> and we'll just cut it right down the middle and share it um Anyway, it's a good – it's because there's a whole episode where she's like, am I? And then she meets this doctor who is a psychopath, and he talks about how he deals with it. Or maybe he's a sociopath, but either way. Um, okay, okay. What other questions do we have? I, I added a few to this. Oh, what do we think the theme? How do you feel oh, about yeah. reading a – what? Did, oh, that was – like, how – so this it, – it, was this anybody in the chat's first translated book? Yeah, and um, how did you feel about reading a translated book – do you think you got something different about it? Or do you think certain things did not translate? Because there were a couple, couple things where I was like, oh, this is a Swedish thing that I don't totally understand. Yeah, I, I read a lot of translated books. And actually, it's something I notice in basically every single book is there's always something where I'm like, I think this phrase isn't doesn't quite land. Or there's just like something where I'm like, I can tell this means something a little bit differently mm-hmm. in a different language. There was one specific thing in there that I was like, oh, that's Swedish and I don't get it. Because they, they have different, like, public assistance programs and things that yes. we don't have. And there was, and maybe it was something along those lines where I was like, oh, interesting. Maybe it was the spa, too. It was like, it, they were talking about something like we would know what it was and yes. I didn't understand totally. Well, especially since a lot of, uh, I mean, a lot of European and Scandinavian countries have, like, it's like a regular thing as you go to, like, for us, we think of going to the spa as like, we're going to get a facial. Mm-hmm. Like, but for them, it's like, more health thing like uh, it's more restorative like it's good for you to go to a like getting a sauna uh, it is it's good for you i do not like i love a sauna no glasses give it to me i wish i could have one in I my house see. i literally the other day was like i could have one in my house and i was like it's you so hot in la tents where your head pokes out it's so hot in la we could just walk outside right now it's crazy <laughs> I know. so a lot of people it is their yes, first translated uh, books uh, girl with the dragon track the girl with the dragon tattoo was translated mm-hmm. and there's people said that they felt um they like being exposed to different cultures. Jessica said that. Uh, Emma says there were a few elements I felt like were missing. I was missing out on, but surprised that the tone reminded me of a British crime procedural show. Mm-hmm. Totally true. I don't watch many British crime procedural shows, though, do you? I watch some, but I, I just don't watch a lot of TV, TV in general. Um, the, uh, Kate says, I read a lot of translated books and I follow a lot of Swedish comics, so it didn't strike me as much as the others as others have. So... That's interesting. If you read a lot of Swedish stuff, I guess it makes sense. That's why sense. why I like reading translated books, though, is I love reading books from translated from any language because you get that sort of it's a totally different experience reading a book written by like an American uh, th- that like going over and like, oh, I'm spending time in Sweden versus someone who's Swedish. Yeah. You know, 
How do you think this book would have been different if Maude was an American? Oh, this book would Maude would have huge boobs, and she would be thirty five <laughs> years younger, and she would be, have like <laughs> no, 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 same book, same book. Let's oh. say it's the same book. It's an elderly lady is up to she's oh, elderly. Oh, oh, the exact she's same book. She's up to no good. But how <laughs> I was thinking about like the Americanized version of Maude. Like you know how they do that with every American thing, where she's like twenty five and she's yeah, like killing everybody. But what what um what what do you think would have been different like the way she behaved do you feel like it would have been there would have been things different there the, the cops would have been on to her more because like to me it felt kind of like small town cops you know kind of thing where they're like this lady can't get it but like that's an interesting question yeah I, I definitely think it would be different i think maybe it would be a little bit less ambiguous hmm. i think also but the first chapter i felt like that felt so american that lady the lady who wanted her apartment. Yes. Like, she felt like, an, like, so, an American, maybe the way Swedish people, I know mean, she was supposed to be Swedish, but I felt like it was like, this could be totally American. Also, well, I was laughing at just, like, the how, what they think a big and large apartment is, or big and small apartment is. Oh, yeah. Right. Because we're like, we're like, a big place is a McMansion. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. When she was like, 450 square feet, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, <"Ooh>, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, people are saying they don't think the housing situation would have been the same. And and uh, Jessica says, and this is interesting, uh, if Maude would have been less endearing if she was American. Did you think of her Swedish while you were reading it? Oh, yeah. I guess I did, too. But if you were thinking her as, I like... Just, her, I pictured her, like, her entire apartment is covered in Ikea furniture. She's eating tiny meatballs. No! <laughs> I mean, like, if she was, like, a woman in New York, I think I maybe would have had less sympathy for her because I'd be like, well, she owns a fancy apartment in New York. She must be very wealthy, even if she yes. isn't wealthy. You well, know? That's, that's one interesting thing is that I feel like elderly people, even though they're worldwide, I mean, depending on the culture, are, like, you know, not as not as trusted and kind of looked down on but i think in europe and in scandinavia they have more public resources than they do here uh yeah for sure like what's interesting is i feel like she might be more sympathetic in america because in Mm. america like if my grand like we're lucky that we my grandfather can afford his assisted living facility Mm -hmm. (laughs) old people home (laughs) old people throw away home the uh trash place (laughs) I'm just kidding. My father also lives in assisted living, and I am very grateful to the assisted living people. I'm making fun of Mallory, not assisted living, just making that clear. The old people trash home. That's so terrible. Oh, no, we lost Mallory. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, you think that, um... Because, well, if she she was in America, and she lost her apartment, and she didn't have the money for it, even though we established she already has tons of money, like, she quit, where could she go? She would have nobody. But I don't think she had tons of money. Did we establish that? She's got enough to travel all over the fucking place and go to the spa. But I feel like she was, like, saving and then she needed money and, like, didn't she steal money from the antiques guy or something? She stole something from him? Am I wrong? I don't think she... Guys, I don't remember. I don't think she stole money from him. Someone pictured it. I actually also pictured the apartment as not less Ikea and more, like, early, like turn of the century like beautiful or like a brownstone or something which is like doesn't exist in norway so she sold paintings right she wanted to get money to take a super fancy trip right and so she had a pension and investments but she sold the paintings to get money for the yeah trip. but they were her paintings yeah 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 she obviously had money at one point but yeah i think because the the uh situation for assist- assisted living and the elderly is more dire here than it is in sweden i think she would be more sympathetic here ah interesting like can you ma- what if we had a book like this that was an old person sticking it to health insurance companies well that 
complete I'll be on board for. Or like something like that. You know what I mean? I'd personally like to stick to many a health insurance company. Same. Uh, yeah. So I think I, I think the book would be different if it was like that. If it, yeah. Would you, do you think it would be different here? Yeah, I think it would be. But I, I, I mean, the apartment thing is so... I, I don't know if this would exist in America. I feel like someone would find... Some businessman would find a way out of taking that apartment out of, from, away from her. Yes. She would not be able to That's what I mean. I think she would, would be more Some businessman would go like, that is mine because I have five lawyers or something. Yeah. You know, like she would not be in that apartment anymore. So that part, you know, and then she'd be out on her own or, or whatever, like a smaller apartment. But even if, like, let's say she was, like, in another apartment... Yeah, I mean, I find her sympathetic, but it is, like, the thing, like, going to a spa, like, we, I think she's wealthy, but I don't think that is, like, a wealthy thing. That would be, like, a wealthy thing in America, Yeah, that's right? what I mean. I feel like it's more of just, like, a regular old everyday occur- occurrence where, yeah. like, people just, like, go to the spa for a month. Yeah. It's, like, a normal thing where people don't have to, people aren't living in a capitalist dystopian nightmare. That's <laughs> very true. Uh, I had another question. How does reading a group of short stories change your reading style, Mallory? It doesn't. It doesn't. Do you read it straight through? Yeah. You do. It goes, you know, it's, and you know, in the cartoons when people eat subs oh, and yeah, they just like go, go. Ah. Like, that's, how I eat. <laughs> that's how I read a book. It's like, it's just open your mouth and it goes all the way through and then like, you see it go down your throat, like a, like a tube down your throat. <laughs> and then you're like, nope. And then you wipe your mouth with a little tiny napkin. With a little checkered mm. napkin. Yeah. <laughs> a little checkered napkin that you have for some reason. That's yeah. the way you read this? I just. Nah. I mean, this book is like, it took you like an hour to read, right? It was like super yeah. short. I mean, look you at re- the size of it. It's I know. teeny. It's a baby book. Here's a normal hand. <laughs> I actually have like you large. Don't. I was going to say, you have small hands. No, no, I have large hands for like my size. I'm 5'2 and I have like. Bria, you, your you're, you're actually you, like you're the hamburger helper. <laughs> do your hands. Okay, but you're how much taller than me? Three inches taller than I me. I just it. look taller because I'm very loud. <laughs> <laughs> I have a um, big personality. Well, I read it differently. I read What'd it. You do? do you want to know? Yeah. What did you do? You, do you read one story and then like think about it? Like, <laughs> I like, read one story and then I think, and then I sit on my balcony and I gaze into the sun. <laughs> uh, no, I read one story. I, I'm reading short stories are the only time I usually read two books at a time. Interesting. So I'll read like a short story and then I'll go back and read like another book like another whatever else i'm reading i don't remember what i was reading at this time i read this like a couple weeks ago but um like i'll go and like read a short story and be like interesting and then i'll go and like start another book and especially because i read before bed i'll try to get through the full short story like i'm very like gotta finish this full short yeah. stories before i before i go to sleep and then i end up picking up something else for sure what does everyone else do uh Haley, hallie uh had to digest each story so, okay. so hallie does look off into the distance and think about it whenever yeah I read it whenever I need a break from whatever novel I was reading. Mm. Um, I read a collection of short stories a lot differently than I read an anthology. That's interesting. I do love reading short story collections through. I w- oh, and Kate asked, I wonder if I would have read it differently if they weren't, weren't tied, tied together. So, like, it's easier to read them all the way through because it's the same woman. Yes. I th- and, well, and the last three they're... stories are sort of, like, intertwined. Yeah, there's a great book, um, Revenge, by uh, an author named Yoko Ogawa, and they're mm. all interconnected short stories that is, has a very similar tone to this. Because that just feels like you're reading a very messy novel. Mm. Big sloppy book. Right, right. I see what you're saying. So you do read it all the way through if they're all connected? I, I read everything all the way through You don't regardless. take a break. You don't no. like, uh, yeah, I'll, I like to switch it up. Especially like when nonfiction and short stories are when I want to switch it. But okay. I will say I don't normally read anthologies. Mm, because but this is not an anthology. No, I know. But I, I, so I don't, I wouldn't oh. read an anthology all the way through. 
I uh, don't read an anthology all the way through just because if a story starts to bore me, I move right on. Move it on. Move on to the next story. But Mm -hmm. I won't do that with a short story. I'm less likely to do it. Although, if a short story is bothering me, but I... I give myself two. And when I'm reading, I'm reading a short story collection, if I I will give myself two skips. Oh, just two. And then after that, what happens? You throw the book away? Then I skip another? Then I'm like, this is crap. Uh, No, I don't, I don't say this is crap, but I'm like, this probably isn't for me if I'm skipping this many, this many stories. I mean, if there's like a hundred tiny stories in there, maybe I'll bump it up from two to like... 10 but right sure there's, there's a couple books i've read recently that were 100 tiny stories and i loved it i love them because then I, if they're like it's usually like a page and i'm like oh that's mm-hmm. that's like you can get through it really fast i um, how would you feel about mod if you just read one of these stories i'd probably like her more it's, it i think it's the, it's the cumulative effect <laughs> it, it is it's a bit like uh it became my uh it's not that i disliked mod I'm, I'm not saying i disliked mod I'm saying that, like, I do you I had, dislike her? She would kill you. I had she would definitely kill me. I would do something in a weird would way. Her She'd be like those bangs, and like, they'd, like, be done with it. Like, she would be something would bother her. Um, she, I like it was the cumulative effect, and it was a little like, um, yeah, it just like the curve of liking her went like, oh, oh. I mean, like, the more shit she did. Yeah, the last story I sort of enjoyed because I was like, well, this is like she was very clever, which I'll I'll admire a clever villain. Yeah. You know, especially if a clever villain is like an out of the ordinary kind of villain. And I do love a female villain, honestly. Somebody just brought up the fact that Kate just brought up the fact that the Christmas story was the first one released. So that's what I think is interesting is, is if you remember that these weren't these weren't in the way they are in the book. They're not chronological the way that they were published. Which one was a Christmas story? When she kills the abusive husband. Oh, well, that one's very that one's much more simple. That's when she stabs the guy with a. With a yeah. pin because he won't give her her ham. Yeah. Because she wants that delicious Christmas ham. Yeah. So that one was way, that's more sympathetic. Yes. So it's interesting to me that she, that's how Maud started. And then I feel like Helene was like, I'm going to make this lady fucked up. Yeah. Which apparently people liked. People, yeah. Doing well. Um, what other questions do y'all have? Because that was sort of the end of our, what Wait, we were thinking. Yeah. Can we go through the story timeline? Oh, like when they were all released? No, well, I think. Oh, is that in that book? Is it in there? Yeah. So the the first the first story is her uh, with the apartment. No, no. I think they want to know when oh. they were like released. Oh, oh, oh no. no, is that not what the question is? Let me see. Yeah, but the storyline timeline and when it's why it's published the way it is. That was okay. a question. Hold on. Oh yeah, two thousand eighteen. Which one is that? Uh, the is the is the the one at the end. Okay, the last one's 2018. That was recent. That was so. That's when she almost the lady cop. She, yeah, the lady she, cop. So 2016 is the antique dealer guy. Is the antique dealer? So it went antique dealer, and then the lady cop figuring it out. Yes. Okay. And then so the first one is the Christmas is the Christmas one where she kills the husband. What year is that? Uh, 2007. 2007. And then 2012 is the spa. Is the spa one? Ah. Oh. And then 2012 is also the. Um, apartment one so it goes christmas uh christmas uh spa apartment the two the two women antique dealer and then and then the lady figuring it out yes interesting well well so that means that we haven't actually heard from maude herself in a year or two (laughs) we don't know what happened it's true um do we get more out of the story if we read it the way it's published or chronologically like if we'd started christmas story otherwise it's chronological it's just Christmas story would be at the beginning. Yeah. 
I think I would have liked the Christmas story at the beginning. I wonder why they decided to print it like that. Who know? Yeah, who knows? Because the Christmas story was more of a, it felt a bit, I mean, maybe because the apartment was like, Maybe because we, we sw- learned so much about her by learning about the apartment yeah. and learning about like why she lives there and why she gets to live there for free. So maybe that was important. And maybe because it's really popular in Sweden, the Christmas story was the first one and the popular oh. one. You got to bury it, bury it. it. This person says it go two was before one. Quinn says, says it's two before one. So it would go. Uh, so it would go Christmas story, spa, and then apartment, and then. Yeah, I think they should have done it chronologically. I kind of agree. I wonder why they make that choice. But I th- it's been an editor choice. Or like, I, I think it's maybe it's like it's over here. If there's an essay collection that has a really popular essay, you're not going to start off the essay collection with that. Maybe. maybe. Are you not? Why do you think? Why would you not? Cause I mean, you, I don't know. I'm not a Because you would want to, you got to read read some. You gotta get yeah, because like, otherwise people are going to read that one and be like, done. Yeah. Like, they're like, I've already, I read the Christmas one. Uh-huh. And you think that you want that to be like. Could be. I feel like this way the bands, like this single is always like the third song or something because yeah. they're like, listen to these two, but what about this yeah. one? It's the best one. You know, yeah. like you gotta, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. On. We got a lot of questions. Oh, lots of questions. I do agree though. I think, uh, I, I think, I think it is because you learn so much about her in that first story. You learn about the apartment you learn about mm-hmm. what's happening. Maybe that's why, about yeah. her life. Maybe that's why she did them is she wanted to fill in Maude a little bit more. Yeah, I wish I understand. You, first, she's just like, it's just another lady. She's up to no good. And then after that, <laughs> you're like, another one of those what old is the ladies. Christmas story called? It is an, el- an elderly lady seeks peace at Christmas time. Which is a fucking great title. It is. It's a really good title. <laughs> it is a good title. <laughs> All right. So we have, do you think there was a connection between sister's mental health and her own potentially? Mm. She is always, she always is so admit about her, about how she's health. Oh, Oh, she's always talking about how she's healthy and capable, but the murder thing seems a little, um, I mean, you never know. She's healthily, she's healthy, um, physically, it seems like. She's healthy physically, but maybe not so much mentally. I mean, to be fair, to kill this many people, you cannot be healthy mentally. Like, if we're playing in reality, which obviously this is not a reality world. Yeah, but I don't know, I don't know if there necessarily is a connection. Between the sister? Yeah. Because the sister wasn't murdery. She was just, just had really bad anxiety. Yeah. Which Maude has some sort of something. She's yeah. easily annoyed. So at the very least, she's sensitive. But it's, it's highly it's, sensitive it's, person. With, with mental health stuff, it's really hard to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see. What other questions do we have? I want, uh, to, you want to know about the backstory of the housing of Zan published in that order. Yeah, that people are saying the same thing we're saying. Um uh, do you think it would have been different if she had been an elderly man? Would still people have still overlooked the character? That's a good question. I think she would be less sympathetic if she was a man, for sure. I think there wouldn't be as much ambiguity here. I don't know if it's because I have a uh, somewhat elderly father, but I uh, I am sympathetic to older men. I mean, I if am you want to see me cry, show me a older man crying. I cannot handle it. I will. Lose my shit. I have not sobbed. That movie, um, Lucky, starring... Oh, I remember. Yeah. I That's sobbed. a great fucking movie. Dude, though. I sobbed so I hard in that theater that. that my fiancé was like, do you need to leave? Because it was so loud. He was like, you need to go home. <laughs> like, it was... Because I was... I could With, not oh, control... Uh, 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 what is... Why can you I... You love him. That's why I, I know, you know uh, what I was talking about. Uh, From a Lin- Lynch. Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah, Lin- Harry Dean Stanton. I saw oh, God, I love that movie. Uh, so and David that- Lynch is in it. Yeah, he is. And he has a pet turtle. Oh, oh that's right. I forgot about that. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't be... 
I think I would have been. It wouldn't be as universally sympathetic, maybe. I think it would. He would be more sympathetic. He would be less sympathetic, not because you wouldn't feel for him, but because I think people might give him a little bit more respect than Maude would get. And just physically, like you would assume he could possibly do more. You're yes. like, of course he could kill the antique dealer. Whereas mm-hmm. everyone else is like, that lady couldn't kill the antique dealer. Yeah. Look at her walker. You know, yeah. like, and because she's a woman. Yeah, I think that he would be suspect more probably. Yes. Because an older man living alone in an apartment and then someone dies, I think he actually would be a suspect. Yeah, for sure. And the woman wouldn't be, even if he was quite elderly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, do you do you think she still would have become a murderer if she got married? Oh, for sure. If she had this kind of personality, she would have killed him. Killed him. She would have fi- found Kill something him. that bothered. Although I do think it, that's a really interesting observation because that might have been when she, like, started turn like oh, when when she was a young person like that's which that's what she thinks is the origin story of why she's so lonely. That's her own idea of when everything started to go bad. Yeah, but I think for sure if she had this capability, she still would have had to take care of her sister. Yeah. And she would have ended up killing I don't know. Sister. If she had a person to call her out and go, hey, Maude. Would her husband have done that, though? If she married the right, the right person should call you out and go, hey, maybe I don't you're think being he a little much, right Maude. Maybe you shouldn't be murdering this lady just because she has a penis statue that you don't approve of. <laughs> and she wants your apartment. Like, there's no need to murder. I don't know. I You think she would have just ended up. It seems like she's down this path. I think she's just susceptible to murdering, <laughs> to murderness, for sure. Uh, susceptible to murderness. We just found the name of this show. <laughs> uh, I wonder if the story would be readable as a full-length novel. I think it would be... I think we would see Maud's descent into madness. I think if it was a full-length novel, Maud would probably um, get arrested. I think it would have to end with I think it would her be getting a, close to getting found out. I think, yeah, I think it would be, it would have a very different tone. I think it would get a lot darker. Which, I mean, it, not that this isn't a dark book, but like, I think it would, I, I like to assume that it would descend into like a battle of wills between her and that detective. I was going to say, I wonder if the next story, if, if we're following this detective, the detective like finds out more information. Yeah. The lady cop finds out more information about her mm-hmm. if the next story could be like a battle because i assume these stories you could write these stories forever I yeah mean, that, honestly i would read this novel hmm. i wouldn't read it if it was like 500 pages but yeah I, I would definitely read this as a novel just to end up seeing what happens to her yeah and it becomes like a battle of wills between, like do you throw her in jail like yeah right and then like why what what could we do oh that's interesting uh, hold on where uh how many of us would have picked read this book if it weren't picked up for this book event um I probably would have eventually read this, but I would eventually read everything if I get the chance. I, I, I've seen how buzzy this is, mm-hmm. and I probably would have got it from the library. I got it from the library. It was already on my wish list, so it was like a book that I had seen people talking about, and I was like, I, maybe I even added it when I was looking for the protagonist over 60 for the retarded challenge. Mm-hmm. I ended up reading a different book, but um, I think maybe that was around the time I added it, but I was, I was interested in it because I was like, it just seemed like a funny... The title is very good. And the like if you come up with a great good. fucking title where we're like, oh, I got to read that. Like, that seems so crazy. That alone, like, kind of drew me in. And I, you don't get to read many characters like this. No, you don't. It's a very, so that alone is kind of like as a draw. I think someone said, uh, Taylor said, I think this book emphasized the intersection of age and gender. Hmm. And Jessica said, "Would uh, no, you have to read this because 
that's the rule. If there's anything that says y'all in it, then Bria has to read right. it. Oh, would y'all have, would y'all have felt more scared of Maude if she was a man rather than amused because she's an elderly woman? And I, I think yes. Yeah, for sure. Because it, it's interesting that a book like this really brings out the power dynamics in whatever society they're, you know, you're writing it in. Well, and especially power dynamics as we age, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, as a man reaches. 40s, 50s, 60s. He's ha- he's like peak career. I watched that show Succession. I'm learning that. And then as a woman gets to that age, it's sort of like, why is she not retired? You yeah. know, like there's this like weird. You definitely like see mm-hmm. the power balance kind of start to go like th- this. This is this is the design. Yeah, that looked right. That very The way I was doing it looked really funny in the thing. Um, uh, yeah. So like, uh, so I think that I would be way more. I guess I would be more scared of a man. Mm-hmm. Less amused. Yeah. There's something funny about a lady being like, and now I'm going to eat my my smoked fish, <laughs> whatever Swedish people. She was eating something else. Like, she wanted that yummy. ham. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she really wanted her ham. Yeah. I think it's interesting that it brings out a lot of those power dynamics and gender dynamics. Um, Quinn said, I would have loved it from the detective's POV. And I totally, I would totally read a novel that was a detective trying to take down Maude. Like the detective has a hint that it's mod, or the yes. reveals that it's mod. Detective has a hint that it's mod. Yeah, that's a good. That's good. Definitely good. Uh, I thought this was going to be a TV show in Sweden. That's cool. It would be a really good TV show. Yeah, I would totally watch this. Cool. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for tuning thank in. Thank you for tuning in. Mm-hmm. We hope you had fun. We're glad. I hope that you guys enjoyed, or you folks enjoyed reading this book. Thank you for reading it with us. Thank you for participating. Thank you for being the best listeners ever. All right. Oh, yes. And we're seeing everyone get their maximum fun pins. Oh, yeah. Extra thanks to all of our monthly donors. You have made this year infinitely better for us. You've made it so much easier for us to make the show. You're the best. Thank you. And this will go to you. This the, You can hear this podcast. Yes. we are. As you might have noticed, we're recording this on these microphones, and we will be sending them to you as, a, as, a, as an episode if you want to revisit the fun times you had during the past hour. <laughs>